Welcome to the Marriage by the Book podcast. Whether you have a great marriage or one that needs improvement, this is the show for you. Since 1994, we've used biblical principles to help hundreds of couples, just like you, find relationship success. As you listen, you'll get practical tips, knowledge, and motivation that will help bring greater intimacy and happiness to your marriage so that you can enjoy the relationship you've dreamed of. And now, this is Marriage by the Book. Hello and welcome to the Marriage by the Book podcast. I'm Rick. And I'm Rebecca. And this is episode seven of our Holiday Survival Guide. It sure is. Yep. And th- time is flying. It really is. And today we're going to be talking, though, about God's best gift, which is really God's love. And usually, you know, God's love is different than what we tend to think of as love. Right. So um, a lot of times people hear that and they just kind of tune out because they think they know what this is. But today mm-hmm. I just encourage you to listen. You know, as we celebrate Christmas, God gave us the most important and the best gift we could ever receive, right. which is Jesus. You know, without Jesus, we could never even have salvation. Mm-hmm. And God loved us so much that he never wanted to be separated from us. You know, this is why we get married, because we don't want to be separated from our spouse. Right. We want to be one with them. Right. <clears throat> and God loved us so much that he gave us Jesus because he did not want to be separated from us. And when I think about that, you know, a lot of times I don't think about that, but when I start thinking about it, I think, you know, God really loves us. Mm -hmm. And, but God's love is very different from our human love. Right. God loves, um, his love gives and isn't based on how we and on how he feels or how we feel. Human love is, is just based on feelings and it usually just takes. And so we'll talk about more of that in a minute. But John 3.16 says this, and it's a very familiar scripture, and you're probably familiar with it, but it says, for God so loved the world that he gave. You know, that's God's kind of love right there. And mm-hmm. I was a Christian for years. I mean, many, many, many years. And it wasn't until just um, uh, probably about 10 or 15 years ago that I really, this hit me. It was like, for God so loved the world that he gave. And anyway, that's the, that's a, the biggest thing about God's love. God's love gives. Right. And that's why Jesus came. That's why Jesus was sent because God loved us so much that it took Jesus um, to bring us to salvation, to keep us um, from being separated with God. So, um, that his only begotten son, the rest of the scripture says that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Right. That is uh, like you're saying, Rebecca, it's an amazing scripture. You know, God right. loved us so much and God loved you, whoever you are listening to this. Right. God loved you so much that he gave his only son, Jesus, to you and for you. And there's other scripture that shows that if you were the only one that needed a savior, Jesus would have came, God would have given him, he'd have paid the entire price just for you if you were the only one. And, and that's our example today. You know, Jesus said in John fifteen twelve that we should love one another as I have loved you. That's how we're supposed to love each other. We're, that's how we're supposed to love our spouse. And you know, at Christmas, we tend to think about gifts and gift giving. And a lot of times we're not able maybe to give someone the biggest gift or everything that we want to give them. 
But something you can give them that's extremely valuable, it's an awesome gift, is God's kind of love. That's something you can give your spouse. Right. You know, God created marriage, and he knows how to make it work. Right. He isn't, you know, keeping it a secret. It's not some, you know, super spiritual recipe that you can only get if you've, you know, gotten to be whatever. But God wants you to know how to have success in marriage. Yeah. And, you know, God tells us how to do this in Galatians uh, 5. In fact, in Galatians 5.14, the Amplified Classic puts it this way. It says, for the whole law concerning human relationships is uh, complied with in the one precept, you shall love your neighbor as you do yourself. This is exactly what God did for us. He loved us as he did himself. Right. So what that's really saying there is that God's kind of love is the key to success in relationships in marriage. Okay. And that, whether it's at the holidays or any other time, you know, mm-hmm. and like Rebecca was saying earlier, there is a difference in God's love and what we would call human love. Right. You know? Our love. Yeah. People who love their spouse one minute, maybe you've experienced this, maybe you've done this. I have, you know, people that would love their spouse one minute and then their mood changes and they act the opposite way. You know, the next minute, they're really not loving with God's kind of love. You know, that would be like human love, something yeah. based on feelings and operation. Right. But God's love is consistent. Consistent. It's mm-hmm. unwavering. It's not based on feelings. It's yeah. based on a decision, no matter how I feel. And when we make a mistake, God does not strike us down with a lightning bolt. I know that's a lot of times people think, oh, if I mess up, God's mm-hmm. just waiting to get me. But he's not waiting to get you like that. He's waiting to get you because he loves you. But he's He's not going to strike you down with some lightning bolt. He, no matter what we do, do you know God is committed to loving us? And right. he just does. Right. And what Rebecca was just referring to, people think God's out to get them in a bad way. And what she was referring to is, is, you know, he is out to get you, but not in a bad way. He's out to get you in a good way. He's out to get you into heaven. He's out to get you uh, into fellowship with him. Yeah, he's out to he's out to bless you. That's how he's out to get. Right. So anyway, you know, our modern New Testaments were translated from ancient Greek and the Greek word for God's kind of love. It's probably familiar to some people, maybe a lot of people, but it's the word agape. So I want to define agape for you. Agape is an unwavering decision and selfless commitment to the well-being of another person without regard to self. That really describes God's kind of love. And, you know, you might think, well, man, is that applicable to marriage? And a lot of people think, can I even do this? But, you know... You can do this, and it is applicable to marriage. You know, most people love their spouse with human love, which is based on feelings, Mm -hmm. how you're making me feel or how I feel about you or how I think you're doing in the marriage, kind of based on performance. That's human love. But we need to apply agape love, um, God's love in marriage. And not all human love is bad, but we need to make sure that we're loving with God's kind of love because God's love gives. It isn't based on feelings. You know, your feelings can change. It's based, God's love is based on a commitment and a decision. Mm -hmm. God's kind of love drives out fear and insecurity, and God's kind of love never fails. You know, you can love your spouse God's way because God's love has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Romans 5.5 says that. That's right. That's right. You know, human love 
tends to come naturally. Right. You know, I can I can be fickle and base, do things based on my feelings without really having to work at it. You know. Yeah. So, but, but even even human love that is good, you can just kind of naturally feel like, oh, I want to do something for this person, or I want to treat them good in mm-hmm. the moment. Right. Right. But but loving your spouse God's way doesn't necessarily come naturally right. like that. So we need to do it on purpose. That's what I'm trying to say. We need to make a decision to do it and be committed to that decision over the long term rather than you know loving them with the human kind of love, like Rebecca was just saying, based on how I feel, how you're making me feel, mm-hmm. how you're performing, whether I'm pleased with your performance. That would all be like human kind of love, right. not as opposed to God's kind of love, which is consistent, like Rebecca was saying. And if we'll love people this way, this will, this will change your marriage. Yes, it will change your marriage. Mm-hmm. Most Christians think, you know, but I love my spouse. I'm good to my spouse. But... And, you know, you may be loving Mm -hmm. your spouse and being good to your spouse. But the thing that we want to focus on here is, are you doing it in in your way or human love? Or are you doing it the way that God has has shown us how to love his way? Um, John 15, 12 says that we should uh, love one another as as I have loved you. So we're, we're to love the way God loves us. Right. And, you know, another scripture that really goes right here is Ephesians 5, 25, which says, Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. You know, right there to me, when it says, it says, husbands, love your wives. He's calling husbands out to lead in this area as a, as a husband, right. I'm to lead my family in loving and lo- specifically loving my wife. Here's what he says. Right. Um, and you know, love answers love as well. And mm-hmm. so when a husband leads in this, it really, you know, it just sets the tone for the whole marriage and, and actually the whole family. Right. So, um, First Corinthians 13, um, four through seven, it, it's the love chapter. People talk about it. It's, and it describes God's kind of love. And a lot of people look at this as how they're supposed to love. And we should, you know, you, you, you should do that because that's true in itself. This is how we're to love. But a lot of people forget this is how God loves me. And in closing, we just like to, um, Talk about this this scripture right here and read it and remind you of this is how God loves you. Right. This is how God loves you. You know, it starts off here, 1 Corinthians 13, uh, verse 4. We're going to read this from the Message Bible. But it says, uh, it starts off, it says, love never gives up. You know, and again, think of this, you know, this is how we should love people, yes. But think of this right now, this is how God loves you. It says, love never gives up. You know, God never gives up on you. God cares more for others than for himself. Mm -hmm. That's right. And the next part of it says love doesn't want what it doesn't have. You know, God's not looking for something extra. He wants a relationship with you, and he's not trying to force you into that. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. Um, God, or love, doesn't strut. You know, it's amazing pride. That's talking about pride. You know, God is, he's, he's good, but he loves you, and he's not he's not like um like walking around in pride over that he's very humble look at jesus right it goes on here in in first corinthians 13 it says that love doesn't have a swelled head you know god isn't arrogant he's not all about him he's not thinking he's this is how he is he's not thinking he's just better than everybody i mean god's awesome he's amazing he's all powerful etc but man he is just he's humble he loves you Right. Um, 
And it's describing love again. It says it doesn't force itself on others. God, mm. you know, this is how we're to love. Yes, but this is how God loves you. God doesn't force himself on you. Right. You know, he lets you choose. He gave us free will. Right. Yeah. You know, it goes on and says, isn't always me first. You know, love isn't always me first. And, and that's exactly how God is thus. He it, it really in practice. He's about us. He's about you. He puts you first. Mm-hmm. And it's talking about love. Love doesn't fly or doesn't fly off the handle. God doesn't fly off the handle. No matter what we do, you know, God never, never flies off the handle and yeah. has a flesh fit. It's amazing. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, yep. Lord, for that. Yep. So when I mess up, he's not, you know, doesn't strike me down or whatever. Right. <laughs> it goes on and says, doesn't keep score of the sins of others. You know, the Bible says that God's removed your sins as far as the East is from the West. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. He's not, he's, keeping, not keeping score. he's not keeping track of what you've done wrong. Uh-uh. He's, he's not looking at those things. That's right. Yeah. Um, doesn't revel when others grovel. You know, God doesn't stand up and is like hands on his hips. It's kind of like the pride thing. It doesn't, you know, isn't saying I told you so mm-hmm. or ha ha, look at you. That is not how God is. God is like so willing all the time to just love you no matter what. And when you... You know, when you fail or you have a bad moment, God is not happy with that. He is trying to come to your rescue all the time. Right. It goes on and says that it takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. Love, God, takes pleasure in the flowering of truth. And what that would mean to me is that he wants to see the blessings of his word and the promises of, of his word manifest and flower, produce in your life. That's what he wants. And that's what makes him happy. Not when bad things happen to you, when good things happen to you. Right. And it's talking about love. It puts up with anything, you know, Mm. God just, he loves us. And no matter what we do, we can't separate ourselves from him. He just won't separate. He made a decision. I won't separate myself from you. You know, I think about how I used to be years ago, early on in our relationship, I was an atheist. And with me, God put up with a lot. So when it says he puts up with anything, he really does put up with anything. And that's how he just loves us. uh He sure does. Um, It goes on and says, trust God always. Right. Um, You know, we can, God just, we can always trust God. Mm -hmm. So, and, and then it goes on and says, always looks for the best. You know, love looks for the best. God looks for the best in us. He loves us so much that if we did 99 things wrong and we did one thing right, God is looking at that one thing and he's saying, look at my child. I love them so much. That is true. God is not looking at the 99 things you did wrong. Now, he, mm-hmm. does he, he would like for you to do more things right, of course, but he's focused on the good he's and not focused, the bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it goes on and says that love never looks back. You know, God's, we kind of said this a minute ago with, with he doesn't keep score of your, your sins and mistakes, but he's not looking back at your past. He's not holding that against you. Right. He's not, you know, he's, he's looking to the future. He has good things for you and wants to bring those good things into your life. He's not looking at those things in your past. Right. And then love keeps going to the end. You know, the, another translation says it never gives up. God never gives up on us. Mm-hmm. And he, there is no end to his love for us. And so we need to remember this, you know, when we read first Corinthians 13, we're always thinking about, Oh, I need to do this or I'm falling short in this. And it is a good reminder of how we should be, but this is how God loves Mm. us. And so it's, important for you guys to remember all of us it's important for me to remember this is how god loves me and it gives me um 
it just gives me peace and security when I think about how much God loves me, but it also enables me when I have this, when I know this, it it enables me to love this way as well. And right. it's not a like I have to try. It just comes naturally because God put this in me. He loves me this way. And when you know that about his love, it just comes more natural for you to love others. Right. You know, there's so much you could say about God's love. And it really is the best gift. You know, we're talking about this is our holiday survival guide. And one thing that will take you through the holiday mm -hmm. successfully and help you to enjoy it and keep your eyes on the reason for the season, you know, is just looking at God's love for you. And God right. does love for you. And also, um, you know, taking that, that love of God for you and projecting that to other people, loving them as well. So next week, we're going to continue talking about the best gift. Okay. Um, so take some time this week and think about, just think about how much God loves you. And, um, you know, I think it'll, it'll just help you enjoy the holiday season. Mm -hmm. It'll help you keep your focus. And, um, you know, it's important for you to know this because you can't give away what you don't have. So um, I think a lot of us just take for granted, oh, yeah, we know, I know God loves me. But really, take time to consider, wow, God loves me this way. And you could read 1 Corinthians 13 and a lot of other translations, and it just helps you, when you read it, think about how this is how God loves me. And instead of just trying to focus that um, outwardly, focus that inwardly on how much God loves you. And it, I think it'll just cause peace and security and, and help you enjoy the holidays. Amen. So, so in the meantime, Merry Christmas and have a great Merry week. Merry Christmas. See you next time. We hope you enjoyed today's Marriage by the Book podcast. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and hit the subscribe button. For additional resources or to go deeper, visit marriagebythebook.org. See you next time.